Dear family, thanks for stopping by. Have you ever watched a show like Sesame Street and wondered how the puppeteer controls the movements and emotions of the characters, making them seemingly come to life? In many ways, our thoughts, beliefs, and actions are also guided by the invisible puppeteer, one called implicit bias. This invisible force operates behind the scenes of our consciousness, shaping our perceptions and interactions in countless ways, often without us even realizing it. Today, I'd like to invite you on a journey with me to uncover and understand this powerful yet subtle influence. Think of it as a behind the scenes tour of a puppet theater where, where we'll learn about the puppet master pulling the strings of our society. By exploring the ways implicit bias operates in various aspects of life and within ourselves, we can confront and ultimately heal the invisible wounds it causes. What is implicit bias? Implicit bias refers to unconscious assumptions and stereotypes that influence our perception of others based on factors like race, ethnicity, and gender. These biases can shape our behaviors, decisions, and interactions even when we consciously reject prejudice and discrimination. It's like a quiet current in our minds perpetuating racism and inequality in our country. Now understand that the idea of unconscious stereotypes has been around since the early 20th century. However, the term implicit bias is relatively new as it emerged in the 90s with the development of the Implicit Association Test, IAT, by psychologists Anthony Greenwald, Mahazarin Banaji, and Brian Nosek. The IAT measures how strongly someone connects objects in their mind, revealing hidden biases they may not know about or control. So you may be asking yourself, well, where did implicit bias come from? It all begins with our socialization, the process through which we learn our culture's values, beliefs, and norms. As kids, we're exposed to many influences that shape our understanding of the world, from our families and friends to the media and the education system. Through these experiences, we often absorb messages about racial hierarchy and difference without even knowing it. I believe that those who control the image control the mind, and mainstream media has long been a mirror reflecting and magnifying our society's attitudes. An example is when people of color are consistently portrayed as dangerous, inferior, or exotic. It becomes all too easy for these stereotypes to slip into our subconscious and influence our interactions. Well, how can we heal this hidden wound? First, we must acknowledge the existence of implicit bias. By recognizing how our minds have been shaped by the forces of racism and prejudice, we can begin the challenging work of unlearning them. We must also be willing to question our assumptions, challenge our stereotypes, and interrogate the narratives handed down to us. Next, we must take concrete steps to reduce implicit bias in our culture. This involves implementing policies and practices that promote diversity, equity, and inclusion in our workplaces, schools, and communities. It also includes supporting the creation of more accurate and diverse media portrayals of people of color, which can help counteract the stereotypes feeding implicit bias. Here are some steps we can take together. Step one, self-awareness and reflection. Let's be real about our implicit biases. If you really want to see your own hidden bias, you can find ways to evaluate how you see the world from a people perspective. One way to discover our hidden biases is by taking the Implicit Association Test, IAT. 
is like a mental workout that measures how strongly we link certain ideas in our minds. By taking this test, we can discover the unconscious bias we might not even know we have. Imagine this, two equally qualified job applicants named John and Jamal apply for the same position. Without even realizing it, the hiring manager might have positive feelings toward John and negative feelings toward Jamal. Because of implicit bias related to race and ethnicity, if the hiring manager takes the IAT, they can uncover these hidden biases and make better decisions in the future. Beyond identifying our biases through IAT, we must also engage in ongoing self-reflection and dialogue both individually and collectively. This involves examining our own thoughts, beliefs, and actions, as well as discussing them with others to gain a deeper understanding of their origins and effects. For example, a group of colleagues or students might hold regular discussions about their experience with bias in the workplace or in the classroom, sharing personal stories and insights to create a more inclusive environment. An example of this process could involve a book club where members read works by authors from diverse backgrounds. Through discussions, colleagues or classmates can explore their own implicit bias and learn from the experiences and perspectives of others. This shared journey towards self-awareness and reflection can help us identify and challenge our biases, paving the way for more genuine connections with those around us. Step two, education and empathy. Understanding the stories of others by immersing ourselves in the history and experiences of marginalized groups, we can really get to the heart of where these biases come from and how they affect us all. Picture yourself reading a book or watching a documentary about a group of people you might not know much about. By diving into their stories and learning about their struggles, triumphs, and unique experiences, you'll gain a different perspective on the world. It's like stepping into someone else's shoes and seeing the world through their eyes, which helps us build empathy for others. For example, let's say you've always lived in a big city and you've never really thought about the challenges faced by people living in rural areas. You might watch a movie or read a book about a family struggling with poverty in a small town. This can help you understand their perspective, challenge preconceived notions, and ultimately build empathy for their situation. Another great way to engage with diverse narratives is to attend cultural events or join clubs that celebrate different backgrounds. For example, imagine going to a poetry reading featuring poets from various ethnicities or attending a workshop on the history of a specific minority group. These experiences allow us to connect with other people on a deeper level, helping us to question our own stereotypes and develop understanding. Remember, the more we learn about different cultures and experiences, the better equipped we'll be to challenge our implicit bias and cultivate empathy. Step three, build inclusive spaces, make room for everyone. Now that we've talked about self-awareness and learning from others' experiences, let's chat about another important step, creating inclusive environments. We should aim to create spaces that welcome diversity and inclusion, whether in our workplaces or personal lives. This means encouraging open dialogue and nurturing a culture of respect and understanding. Picture yourself hosting a party with guests from different backgrounds, cultures, and beliefs. As the host, you would want everyone to feel comfortable and included, right? 
the same principle applies when creating inclusive environments. It's all about making people feel heard, valued, and respected, no matter their background. Let's say you're a team leader on a project, and you've noticed some team members aren't participating in group discussions as much as the others in the group. To create a more inclusive environment, you could encourage everyone to share their thoughts and ideas by implementing strategies like group brainstorming sessions or providing anonymous feedback channels. This way, everyone has an equal opportunity to contribute and quieter, ver and quieter voices can be heard. Or consider your personal life. Do you have friends or acquaintances from diverse backgrounds? If not, you could try attending events, joining clubs, or participating in online forums that bring people together from different walks of life. These connections can help you broaden your understanding of the world and challenge any bias you might have. Another thing to keep in mind is being open to learning from others. We all have unique perspectives, and sometimes we may unintentionally say or do something that could be hurtful or offensive to someone else. When we create inclusive environments, we're also committing to being open to feedback, learning from our mistakes, and growing together. As we learn to recognize and confront the hidden puppet master of implicit bias, we'll take steps toward a more connected and inclusive world. Think of it as navigating the winding streets of our own Sesame Street, where every individual, regardless of race, ethnicity, or background, has a chance to shine and contribute to the conversation, space, or community. Let's commit to creating inclusive environments that celebrate diversity and promote understanding. Let's challenge the narratives handed down to us and work to create new ones that honor the dignity and worth of every individual. In this way, we can work together to heal the wounds of implicit bias and ultimately build a society that is truly just and equitable for all. As James Baldwin once said, not everything that can be faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. Thank you for your time today.